Now, it's CSL, Charlotte Sports Live. Well, it's no longer a matter of if, but when. Online sports betting is one signature away from becoming legal here in North Carolina. And you can wait for it, bet on record <laughs> prices when Inter-Miami plays Charlotte FC at Bank of America Stadium in the regular season finale. So just how much is it going to cost you to watch Lionel Messi take the pitch? Welcome in to Charlotte Sports Live. Carla Gebhardt here alongside Mike Lissette. And Mike, I just want to know, kind of based off that, how much would you pay to watch your favorite player? Well, if Michael Jordan were to come out of retirement <laughs> and take the DeLorean that and go would be, back in time, yeah. I'd I, I plunk down around eight, eight or nine hundred dollars. I would do it, no problem. Okay, For not thousand. No, not that. I, I, have, I have a Mrs. Dance or two. <laughs> she would not be appreciative of that. But okay. we're going to talk uh, more about that. that in a little bit. Charlotte FC, they've got plenty of time to prepare for Messi. But right now, they're fighting to stay playoff relevant. Sounders coming to town this weekend. Plus, you got this. Roy McIlroy speaking publicly for the first time since the PGA and Live Golf Partnership and he does not mince words. That's right. But first, we can bet you know what our first story is. And yes, all pun intended. The North Carolina House gave its final approval today on a sports betting bill that legalizes sports gambling on mobile devices and at select sports venues across the state. It passed with a vote of 68 to 45 and now goes to Governor Roy Cooper to be signed into law. The official launch is expected at the start of 2024. And as Capitol reporter Michael Highland reports, companies are already lining up to get involved with this. North Carolina will soon join other states like Virginia and Tennessee in letting you bet on sports online and on the go on your phone. John Pappas works for a company called GeoComply, which makes sure people bet in a place where it's legal. So we'll be working with regulators and operators to create those maps and, and, and create a, a, a real airtight virtual boundary around the state. The dots on this map from GeoComply represent 1.5 million transactions by people in North Carolina attempting to access sports betting sites in the first five months of this year. They come from more than 150,000 individual accounts and were blocked from betting. Pappas says some people turn to illegal sites. We believe that the regulated market will push out the illegal market. Uh, consumers want legal options. They want to be able to put their money on and know they're going to get their money off. Based on what's happened in other states, he expects demand will be high initially. Democratic Representative Pricey Harrison voted against the bill, concerned it doesn't generate enough revenue for the state and that horse racing bets would become legal too. The horse racing is a particular concern to me. I'm just, you know, on the heels of Churchill down, shutting down because that euthanized 12 horses over a period of five weeks. But other lawmakers who opposed mobile sports betting last year changed their minds this year, giving supporters the votes they needed to get it through this time. Now, this news means we'll be talking a lot more betting here on CSL moving forward. And here's some incredible odds. Your Carolina Panthers are plus 7,500 to win the Super Bowl this season, according to DraftKings. That means if you bet 100 and you win, your total payout is $7,600. Now, while it would be nice if the Panthers won it all, obviously no one's going to put that kind of pressure on rookie quarterback Bryce Young. When you're drafted number one overall, you're expected to compete for Super Bowls. But at least for this season, the goal is much more modest, like learn to run Frank Frank's offense, study NFL defenses, and maybe win enough games to earn a wild card berth. Seems reasonable enough, right? Frank Reich wants his quarterbacks to be focused on three letters. Uh, DTA, right? That's what our DTA, decision-making, timing, accuracy. Decision-making, timing, accuracy. 
uh, you know, that's really the game at quarterback. Um, so, you know, it's, it's been good. You know, we still got work to do, but uh, they're, everybody's showing progress. I always thought DTA stood for don't trust anybody, That's which I, I don't think you'd be wanting to learn <laughs> yeah. that. Well, if we could gamble legally right now in this state, here are the odds we might be looking to place wagers on. We already told you Carolina is plus 7,500 to win the Super Bowl, plus 4,000 to win the NFC Championship. They're minus 230 to win less than three and a half division games. They're plus 220 to make the playoffs and minus 260 to miss it. So Vegas is betting on, how about this, Carolina to sit at home for the postseason once again. Now, I think some of those bets are interesting, but the one that, that caught my eye was the right. fact that they think they're actually going to win less division games than they won last year. Yeah, that is very interesting because it does seem like this this coaching staff kind of has it together. Obviously, hopefully the quarterback play will be a little bit more stable than it was last year. I mean, we saw several different quarterbacks, right? And so, yeah, I am a little confused by that, but I think Vegas is just kind of, you know, setting the odds right now. That That's going to change. The line will change. Yeah, Panthers went 4-2 and two in the division last year. You figure that, and they finished second. Right. With the Bucs and the way that they completely – disheveled that team that's going to be four wins that they had that are going to go other places I think you're taking the that over bet. I would take that over. bet I think I'm going to win some money by the way I never asked you how much money would you spend for for a ticket to see your favorite player going back uh, to that question I would earlier. say a thousand okay yeah I think that would be it all right well the Buffalo Bills have the third best odds to win the most regular season games next season and it's because of this guy their quarterback who will be the cover athlete of Madden 24. That was announced today. Josh Allen of the Buffalo Bills getting the high honor. And Allen responded on Twitter saying it's a childhood dream come true. And Mike, I got to ask, did, did you agree with Madden's selection to put him on the cover? Yes. You did? I did. Uh, although I, I would like to have Madden on the cover every year. I think there's Every year? I think there's something poetic about it. You got to keep his memory alive. I like yeah. that. Talk some soccer now. Thanks in large part to being out of U.S. Open Cup competition. Things just slowed down a little bit for Charlotte FC for the team. For a while, they were playing two games a week, but now they've been eliminated. The focus is strictly on MLS play and getting back on track. They desperately need to do something as they drop four of their last five overall matches ahead of Saturday's home game with Seattle. From different side, is is good that we have all week for the train and uh, uh, all these uh, last uh, one, one and something months. One, one, one month and one week probably uh, we had a lot of games and uh, yeah it's nice to have a little bit of rest and just to train and kickoff is scheduled for 7 30 on saturday and as you are probably well aware of by now the mls just snagged what many consider to be the greatest soccer player on planet earth lionel messi is joining inter miami a team charlotte fc actually hosts in the regular season finale this season and as queen city news reporter will lewis reports Expect to pay a, a premium price for a ticket if you want to see him in person. Is it true? Questions from soccer fans as Inter Miami tries to score the best soccer player in the world. In my book, I don't ever see myself going overseas to actually watch him play. So him coming to us, it, it, I really can't describe it. It's like he will be here. That's all I can say. He will be here and I will see him. We caught up with the Carolina Hooligans as they were getting a TIFO prepared for Hispanic Heritage Month in September. And now, with the announcement of Lionel Messi coming to the league, they've also circled October 21st on the calendar. 
the night Inter Miami plays at Bank of America Stadium. Good for the crown and for MLS. It's going to bring a massive amount of fans, like the fans' eyes to the MLS. People who probably would have never even given the MLS a second chance, now they're going to want to come see it because someone like Messi is here. Charlotte FC won't make a formal announcement until Inter Miami and MLS announce Messi will be signing. He will be eligible to play in the U.S. after June 30th. And a source close to Charlotte FC says every team has seen a spike in ticket sales for Inter Miami games. For Charlotte FC, match tickets went from around $40 to nearly $300 for single game tickets in hours. Tickets on third party sites are already over $600. The source also says the upper portion of Bank of America Stadium was already going to be open because it's the last match of the season and Fan Appreciation Day. But fans say, add Messi to the mix? It's going to be similar to our inaugural match day from, from what I can, I can think of. There's going to be so many fans just for that alone. I love this for us, having him here, just seeing him in person, if you know everything goes well. It's, it's going to be so good. <laughs> Incredible, right? Will said uh, tickets $600. We just checked most recently, and uh, tickets going for $5,000, Mike. You got it. Spend it, right? I guess so. I mean, I think when you look at the impact, though, I think that, that Messi has on just coming to the MLS. Obviously, there's a lot of soccer fans internationally that might not respect the MLS quite like, uh, you know, players that th th they should be respected for. But to have Messi here – and to have him in the MLS, I mean, it is going to attract so many, uh, so many eyes to this. I mean, Inter Miami, I yeah. think I saw just on on social media today, uh, one million followers. I mean, first off, what a crazy time to be a Miami sports fan. You got yeah. the, the the Heat in the finals, the Panthers in the Stanley Cup finals, Messi coming there, and then what a time for American soccer. Because remember, we've got the Concacaf this summer, yep. and then. World Cup coming here not too far from now, 2026. So yeah, a lot of good things happen right now for American soccer. It is, and it's growing very quickly. Let's move on, though, to the NBA draft because the workouts continue in uptown for the Charlotte Hornets. They've got 15 more days to decide who they're going to take, and, and they're going in-depth with the prospects right now. Timmy Allen of Texas was here today, Adam Flagler of Baylor, Florida's Alex Fudge. you got Joey Kowser from Michigan State, Tavion Jones of Southern Utah, and then, hey, a Carolina connection, Turquavion Smith coming from the Wolfpack. So, Mike, they're definitely putting in the work. I still hit lip. Like, I hit lip. Like, I, I hope it goes away, and I would fully expect that it does. And Rory does not mince words, but he does share maybe some understanding. We continue to sort through how the PGA's partnership with Live Golf affects the future of the sport. And one NASCAR team gets a slap on the wrist ahead of their trip out west this weekend. The details in the penalty for the number 43 of Eric Jones. That's next. Penalties are becoming a regular weekly occurrence in NASCAR, especially in the second season of this next-gen car. Legacy Motor Club's Eric Jones is the latest team to break the NASCAR rulebook. The 43 Cup Series team receives an L1 penalty for having a modified greenhouse during the post-race inspection at Gateway. This was really the same infraction that William Byron and Alex Bowman received earlier this year, and they get the same penalty as well. Jones loses 60 points, five playoff points, and his crew chief for two races along with a $75,000 fine. 
and the NASCAR Cup Series does take their rides out west this weekend to wine country for their second road course of the season. Daniel Suarez got his very first Cup Series win on this track last year, but Tyler Reddick won on the road course earlier this year. He's one of the betting favorites alongside Kyle Larson, both of which already have wins this season. Now, colleague racing Justin Haley, he's still looking for a win into the playoffs, but he's eager to see how his car responds on the track this weekend. Curious to see how the race is this weekend with no stages. Um, I guess there is stages, but no cautions with the stages. So, um, yeah, I think tire strategy and, and obviously just strategy in general of the race and, and being able to figure out the best way um, to take your car and, and make it a race-winning car is, is going to be key. So um, I think strategy is going to be big this weekend. Um, I feel like, you know, it's going to get strung out for a little bit. But um, if you play the cautions right, if there is any, I think you can uh, get a good finish. And you can catch that full interview with Justin Haley later this weekend on our final Around the Track of the Season. We're going to preview the race out in Sonoma and even give you maybe a preview of the Chicago Street Course happening next month. That's this Sunday at 2.30 right here on Fox Charlotte. Autogall PGA fans weren't the only ones caught off guard by yesterday's deal with the people that financed the Live Tour. PGA players obviously were two. More than 24 hours later, Rory McIlroy is still trying to make sense of the deal as well as the future of the game. Head of this week's RBC Canadian Open, the four-time major winner, told reporters he, quote, still hates golf and hopes it will dissolve at the end of the season. And while he's also not happy with PGA Commissioner Jay Monahan, he's resigned to the fact that in the end, this could be a good thing for the sport. It's hard for me to not sit up here and feel somewhat like a sacrificial lamb and, you know, feeling like I've put myself out there and this is what happens. Again, removing myself from the situation, I see how this is better for the game of golf. There's no denying that. But for me as an individual, yeah, I, there's just going to have to be conversations that are had. And it'll be interesting. McElroy says it's not going to be easy welcoming back those who left the PGA Tour for the live over the last 18 months. And that, I think, is really where this is going to be interesting because you've seen a lot of war of words with various players. Phil Mickelson has been right in the middle of it. Sure. Uh, you do wonder how it's going to look when they're all forced to share the same clubhouse and make nice. But they might not be. I don't know if they're going, you know, you kind of listen to some conversations. I don't know if they're going to play in the same tournaments, if they're going to, you know, it certainly seems like they're going to be under the same umbrella. Um, you know, the DP World Tour, that, that's kind of what the clarification was today. It's not necessarily that Liv and uh, the PGA are really, you know, locking arms and interlacing fingers. You know, there's going to be some differences, and, and, and it's not like those guys are going to be able to waltz back in to the PGA and act like nothing ever happened. Yeah, and that's the thing, because I have all these guys that did stay loyal to the PGA, and, 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 and they didn't take that kind of money. The other guys did. I've, obviously, the people are thinking, well, do those guys get fines, things right. like that. There's just a lot we still don't know about this, and that's what does make it pretty interesting. Yeah, it's going to come out, though, and the details are going to come out as well. Now, we already told you Josh Allen gets the honors this year on the Madden cover, but when will a Panthers player maybe get that chance? We're going to debate that coming up in Quick Six. But first, he was someone you love to hate. Tonight, wrestling fans are remembering WWE Hall of Famer, the Iron Sheik died earlier today at the age of 81. His name is Hussein Vaziri. He remains the only Iranian champion in WWE history, winning it in 1983, then losing a month later in a match that solidified Hulk Hogan 
as the face of the industry. Well, my goodness, this was the scene in New York today. Smoke coming in from the wildfires in Canada, and it affected several sport teams in the area. The WNBA postponed their game between the Liberty and the Lynx. The Yankees called off their game with the White Sox. The Phillies did the same with the Tigers, all due to that poor air quality. Yeah, the New York Mets actually in Atlanta. Uh, Brian, are you okay? Yeah, just looking at that air quality. <laughs> We're just going to make mention that the Braves beat the Mets tonight, so that's a good thing, 7-5. to five. But uh, now it's time to get to quick six. Two minutes on the clock, six questions. And, Brian, are you are you sure you got all the coughing? I out? got it all out now. Okay. Our, our air quality is a little bit better than New York right now. <laughs> all right, let's throw two minutes on the clock. Mike, will the player – the Hornets draft at number two determine if Charlotte actually makes the playoffs. No, I think that player will be Miles Bridges if, if everything comes together and he's able to play again. I think that's the player that will determine if the Hornets end up making it back to the postseason. All right, Brian, which current Panther has the best odds to make to be the next Madden cover athlete? Well, I'm going to go with Bryce Young, quarterback. It's always the quarterback, the most important position in football, and a quarterback has been on the cover half the time since the year 2000. Pretty good odds there. All right, Mike, is there any Carolina Collegiate athlete that maybe they've hosted that you think the Hornets should actually consider in this year's draft? Derek Lively, as far as Carolina connections, would be a fantastic player. I've looked at the mock drafts. He'd be available right around the time the Hornets have that second pick, so I wouldn't be surprised. You know Jordan likes those ACC yeah. guys if he ends up taking him. Hopefully they're listening. All right, Brian announced today that Iowa and Virginia Tech women's basketball are going to play each other here in November at the Spectrum Center. Where does Caitlin Clark rank among women's college stars all time right now? Well, you know, after last year, she certainly made a name for herself. She was very exciting. She's got yes. mad handles, probably better than some of the Hornets right now. But uh, And not to say anything that's bad against the Hornets, but I will say she's one of the best players of all time, and that will depend on next year on how great she is. Totally agree with that. Mike, what's the first bet that you're making when it actually becomes legal in North Carolina? Oh, I think we're going back to what we talked about earlier in the show. I think the, the Panthers are going to get more than two and a half uh, division wins. I think that's a smart bet to take right now. And I'm, I'm willing to put Carla's reputation on the line. My over. reputation. Yes, yes, reputation. yes, yes. Pristine, <laughs> yes, Mike. Yes, yes. All right, Brian, what <laughs> animal uh, best describes your athletic ability? Oh, man, I saw this and I started thinking about it. You know, I, I was nicknamed Bugsy in college because I was so fast. Four, five, legit, speed, wow. six, six, five. Dodger Scout Jim Garland had me clocked. Uh, but I like the honey badger because the, the honey badger don't care. And all right. Mike, do you have an answer for abandoned. this question? I, I mean, I've got the, the ferociousness of a tiger. A little, a little tiger. <laughs> but the tiger bite of a kitten. And yeah. a badger. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about the App State Mountaineers right now because they're ready for college football season to begin. App State Athletics announcing today they have sold out of their season tickets for the second consecutive season. Is this a crown-worthy moment for Boone or maybe just worth a mention? You can find out next in Charlotte Sports Live Returns. No matter the odds, Michael Jordan always found a way to rise to the occasion. It was most certainly the case in our third best moment in NBA Finals history. In Game 5 of the 1997 series, Jordan fought the Jazz and flu-like symptoms, and yet somehow still managed to come out on top. Behind Jordan's 38 points, the Bulls would win the game and later the series, MJ's fifth championship of his legendary career. Awesome moment. Now, here's another one right here. My crown tonight going out to Allen Iverson today turned 48. And as of present, wow. I'd like to offer somewhat of an apology <laughs> for not including him 
in the top 10 finals moments. Now, this was largely due to LA's dominating series win over the Sixers in five games. Talking about this AI's step over, Tyron Lue just barely yeah. made the cut yesterday, by the way, the 22nd anniversary. That's of a big that moment. moment. You definitely remember that. All right, my QC crown tonight as uh, our. It, Producer Joey Rogers says it's from hero to zero in the best way possible, right? Goes to Brian Burns, the Panthers announcing that he changed his jersey number from 53 to zero. Mike, do you like this? It's going to take some time to get used yeah. to, but I like it. I do like it. I think it fits him. You got to have a big player, big name for that. So, all right, that'll do it for us. We'll see you back here tomorrow night.